there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome, welcome, welcome to F1 with TRS. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Matthew Collins and Charlie Curtis. Jethro is, uh, what was his excuse? He's in Stuck Italy? In Italian security. Oh. Well, security line at the airport. He's yeah. not in trouble not, yet. 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 Uh, so he's traveling. Yeah, he's got yeah. some car stuff. But you were just inquiring, Matt, about yeah. my despicable dip cup which i write i've written poison on and And death death to make sure nobody accidentally grabs this if you grab this old gross dented up thing it's kind of on you the metal is a good a good one because it looks like it's been used (laughs) yeah it looks like it's from the civil war or something yeah (laughs) i remember years ago when i smoked cigarettes i was ashing for multiple like a party night into a mountain dew old small bottle yeah and i definitely took ended up taking a swig of it and it was i've done far more of that drinking a bud light mm-hmm. bottle with six cigarette butts in it yeah or even just one because people are walking by and just dropping it's it in there sure, you know sure, like yeah. it's so common yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i can taste that taste so specifically oh. in my mind right now cigarettes and beer in one sip but preferable to Dip. Spit. Dip. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. viscous <laughs> nature of it. Well, really hey, 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 hey. For anyone that's eating breakfast this morning, listening. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, I, well, I think we should run through the incredible, bountiful Thanksgiving we all had. Mm. It was a great weekend. Right? Such we were bounty. lucky enough to share. Well, yeah. actually, I'm going to go back a day before that because Jethro was staying at uh, our house until Wednesday. And um, he and I took a hike. I think I told you guys. We took a hike to the very tippity top of Griffith Park, mm. which turned out to be six and a half miles round trip. Oh, and yeah. uh, it was so, so fun. I got to say, I've had a couple experts on that have said the very best thing a human can do is take a walk with a friend because yeah. you're getting two things out of it. You're getting the exercise and then you're getting like the the companionship yeah. and chatting. And I will say these hikes, they bring out some good chats. I mean, t- you're out there for two and a half hours. Yeah. Stuff's yeah. going to come up. I just got to say, I just enjoy his friendship so much. Yeah. I f- it feels very star-crossed lovery because how on earth would I have ever met Jethro in real life if not mm-hmm. for being on top gear? You wouldn't. No, yeah. he's in England. I'm here. And there's something about him to me that feels very reminiscent of a childhood friend. Like, I, I just yeah. click very well with him. And, uh, yeah, I just found myself being kind of charmed at the notion we're friends at all on this hike. I'm like, look at us. We, like, met on a blind date. You auditioning mm-hmm. to be on this show. And now three or four years later, you live at my house. <laughs> we're yeah. taking a hike. It's pretty yeah. great. Um, so my love to Jethro, uh, should he make it through this Italian, uh, security line he's in. Okay. But anyways, Thursday was the big day. Mm. It's the best. It's really good. I had to do a lot of shuffling, some family plan shuffling to make sure, because it's important for me to be there for Thanksgiving. I love it. Of all the holidays, it's the one that I selfishly enjoy the most. Like Christmas, I love 
for the kids. I love that they love it so much, especially. Yeah. The, but for Thanksgiving, it's the one that I love, like personally, selfishly. It's kind of the ideal holiday because smartly it gets kicked off so early, which I yeah. love. Yep. You know, a lot of these parties you plan, even Halloween, I was thinking last night in bed because Halloween's also a very good holiday, mm -hmm. but it's always on a school night and it's, you know, you arrive at best case four or 5 p.m. I was, I was saying to the girls last night as we were falling asleep, I said, you know, inevitably Halloween is going to fall on a Saturday and we got to go hard, hard, start at 9 a.m. for <laughs> festivities before the hayride. But at any rate, that, that's one of the reasons I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because you get a whole day. Well, Thanksgiving, I think we got to your house at 1230-ish. Yeah, a little and late. Several times. Yeah, a little late. <laughs> Half hour late. Um, <laughs> I was doing some last-minute stitching. <laughs> um, but uh, several times throughout the night, I looked at my phone thinking it was had to be so late, and it wasn't. It just wasn't. Yeah. I mean, we were there all day and night, it felt like, and we left at 8.30. <laughs> I know. I and know. it felt like we had been there forever. It felt like everyone left at 11, but yeah, everyone yeah. left at uh, 8.30. And we did so much. And I hate the time change, but I kind of like it on that day. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It really extended that day. Because come 6 o'clock, you're like, oh my God, it's got to be 10. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 6 p.m. Yeah. There was so much fun stuff. Uh, we played spades uh, in the daytime before the— yeah. Oh, we had an axe-throwing tournament. Yep. Which mm -hmm. you were victorious in. That's right. So yeah. we had a pears axe throwing tournament. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. This is the one from Costco that that sticks into the plastic pins. But don't let that dissuade you from getting one because in general, and we talked about this. Quite fun. Whatever that pin prong system usually sucks. Yes. Like they don't, nothing sticks in there. And this was awesome. Yeah, back to drinking. When I would play the darts with the plastic tip, it's mildly frustrating, yeah. you know? Yeah. But this, if you throw it right, yeah. it's going to stick. Yeah. So Lincoln had set up a full, like a March Madness grid, bracket, system, bracket yeah. system. Thank you. And then the couples were in teams, although your team was Monica? Yeah, Monica. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little funny business there. Yeah, you yeah, You end yeah. up with your, your wife. Yeah, it was crazy. Which could be good or bad. Who knows? Who knows? So the axe throwing tourney was great. Um, Very there, great. It was so fun. There were lots of surprises. I think the most honorable mention would have to be Molly. She Unbelievable. Was she was an assassin. Maybe she, yeah. the best thrower. I think so. Although Charlie will probably dispute that. You you got there. Yeah, we you, won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won. So... <laughs> That says you can only really speak to the best team. But. Mm. And then we had the meal. The meal was fantastic. It was leisurely. There was laughing. There was mm. Marymount. There was fellowship. And then this thing that Lily has invented called Secret Turkey. Yeah. You are assigned somebody that you have to get a present for or write a poem for or write a song. Make More or less make something. You got to make something. Yeah. And um, and then you have to say what you're grateful for before you present it. And it goes youngest to oldest. Yep. I'm the second last person in a group of 28, you know, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> thank God Eric's there. Yeah, at least you're second God, last. God, thank God. God bless you, Eric. Yep, yep. Yeah, because it's pretty rough. Because by the time I get up, people are, you know, they've had a long... It's been, <laughs> <laughs> It's better be a showstopper because I've been 15 minute TV commercials. Like, yeah. Um, uh, sadly, last year, famously, probably will go down in infamy is um, when asked what Wilder was grateful for, he said eggs and bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was hoping there would be some evolution of that this year. Like maybe pancakes would be in the mix. No, he just went life. Yeah. Life. He went life. 
<laughs> it really sums it all up. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. we all gave each other presents, and then Charlie had had been assigned me, and Charlie made. I mean, explain how you did this. So I made a what do you call it? A romper. Yeah. Uh, a, a onesie. A onesie romper short pant. Yeah. But uh, I had the idea, so I started to have this all these blankets that are just kind of outdoor blankets. So I went to the garage and cut one up. Like this will be my test fabric. That was your that template. Gray. Yeah. So I did a simple one, folded it in half, cut, sewed down the side. That was fine. I'm like, all right, now I got to do the real one. So I went to the fabric store. Joanne Fabric? Joanne, yeah. Yeah, she's dependable. She is. Yeah. And Never been, but I know if I needed fabric, I'd go straight to Joanne. Too much. It's way too much. <laughs> yeah, because I spent you, I an said. hour and a half <laughs> I bet it was walking a around, looking at every print, <laughs> feeling everything. <laughs> Stretching every, I mean, it took, it was overwhelming. Can I sidebar for half a second that when you and I were driving back from Vegas last week, we had a conversation about whether or not you'd want to be the president. And I said, I would not want to at all. And you said, you'd very much want to. And I said, you realize it's a job of just making decisions like hundreds a day. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It would be overwhelming. <laughs> and then I got to it. I grabbed a pair of shorts and fold them in half, made a little template and stitched four panels for the pants then connected it to the same thing for a tank top and unreal there's more work that went into it than i would have guessed i guess in some way i thought you could fold the entire thing over that's what in I did one with piece that gray one okay that's, that's why that one's a little it it's yeah i did that for the first one yeah okay so there's a gray one and a green one the green one took me way too long <laughs> that one looked like <laughs> intensive and it fits um it hugs things yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess if I... You remember the Fruit of the Loom characters and there was the big purple grape? Yeah. I imagine if I got in the purple grape outfit, <laughs> that's how the green one fits. But the gray one fits... It, a glove isn't even tight enough to say as, no, a, as an no, analogy. No. And the gray one's nice. The gray one's tight. Yeah. I had to I had to shove myself in, in there. into the yep. gray one. So anyways, I put it on this morning and um and I did model it for you on Thanksgiving. And when I put it on this morning, I thought if we were recording this at my house, I would wear this. <laughs> but being at Spotify in a right. like corporate setting, this is the kind of thing a memo could go mm. out about, I think. This is yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It leaves very little to the imagination. Not nothing. Nothing to the imagination. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe if we record one back in the attic. I'll yeah, people would have been zooming in, pausing this episode. and <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I wish. Yeah. That would be the fantasy, yeah. but I don't think anyone it's, would do that. It's warm. It's So it'll get a little colder in the next couple weeks. And... Well, my plan was to wear it under my clothes and reveal it. And as snug as it is everywhere, it does get a little drapey in the legs. And I was like, that was the test. And I just threw it in at the end because that was the test. That it's It's not... I was dialed. testing. Yeah, Could I dialed. come back for some tailoring? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, can tailor. we can We can tailor. I'm going to be standing in your garage while you're pinning Yes. And that's the boys come in and ask what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was great. It was such a great day. It was perfect. Yeah. Sauna. Oh, yeah. Swam. Sauna. Swim. Yep. What a holiday. Yep. I'm thankful. That's a good one. Okay. And then last bit of uh, housekeeping. You didn't watch the race with Matt and I yesterday. No. We had a full weekend of baseball tournament. Um, another bracketed situation. Another bracketed situation. They do this once a year, and it's not tied to a Little League season or travel ball. It's just you sign up and register. It sells out in five minutes. Uh, they get a couple coaches that just pick 
kids on teams. Oh, it's not even his traveling. Team no, mentoring. Okay. individual kids. Just sign individual up. kids sign up, and they have coaches that know a handful of kids, and they go through a draft, and they just pick based on what they know. Oh, mm. and it's two games on Saturday to set the bracket, and then Sunday is single elimination. So we play five games this weekend. We ended up winning the whole thing. You did you win all five games? All five. We tied the first game. Okay. And then got your shit together after that yep. wake up call. And then we won the the next four. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And he got a ring. Seems from the photo he got a ring and a trophy. Got a ring and a. They have a belt, like a like a wrestling belt. Oh yeah. That they they. Every year, whoever wins it brings it back to the next one. It's, it's like the Stanley going Cup. Yeah. Does fun. everyone on the team get a week with the belt like the Stanley Cup? <laughs> no, but they were all taking pictures with it. Oh, okay. And then the fun. coach keeps coach, it safe. Yeah, and he's got to bring it back next year. <laughs> so it was, it, was a, it was a lot of baseball. Did Ace have any um, standout moments? Yeah. I mean, he got for his team MVP for batting. He oh, got, he did? He hit every single at bat, probably. Th- I think he had was 12 for 13, got thrown out at first once. Oh, my goodness. uh, He crushed it. I was so proud of him. Was he loving it? He was, and I was so proud of him. I was telling him when we got in the car, I was so proud of him, and then I was, like, tearing up because I was so, (laughs) like, and I I just, he works really hard, and he's he just doesn't have any confidence generally, or Uh he's really hard on himself. So a tournament thing, like, you got to go through five. So one bad game, and it's going to be a rough four- following games and yeah. so he stuck with it and i was so so happy for him like he just crushed it um you should have so still really... you should have dropped him at the gas station for the 13 yeah yeah, yeah. Did. yeah. He did. well he at least hit it and got some runs in so we, it was a win but okay he also like got pissed a couple like he's not very competitive right you right, know right. so he was like super upset which i told him was fine you can be mad all you want got to get back and he come back and crush it again so oh my lord it was uh it was a lot of a lot of fun good for him so i watched the race yeah like eight last night <laughs> we got back and everyone watched quality and practice and all. practice yeah. one was a throwout i hate that oh, one I is fine but it. 10 10 rookie drivers no i i mean i get why they do it they just had to fill them all in but it's it's so funny that everyone just waits to the very end and then your practice one is not why even watch i I started watching while i was working out i watched like eight minutes of it. i'm like what is the point of this and then i just shit canned it and went to p2 it was funny seeing max right on the wall watching like he wanted to see what that guy was doing to his car like don't touch anything Don't don't adjust any yeah, differential we're, we're, settings. We're going or, at sixty percent here. You you just you just coast. It's not a time to be a hero. No, <laughs> I think it's fun watching it if any of the drivers are even going to be in a car next year. But like no one's switching it up, so it's like, what's the point of yeah. seeing this? Why don't you just have a separate day where they get to drive it around and f- figure it out, and maybe we can all decide to watch it or not? Yeah, why not just make the cars available the next day? At the end of the season, maybe there's some. Well, <clears throat> maybe yeah. I don't know why it does. I don't know why it's got to be in an actual yeah, sanction. And practice. it never seen that bad because it's usually one, maybe two, but mm-hmm. half the field. Oh, is... there were many teams where there weren't any team drivers yeah. driving. So you're like, well, I'm learning nothing about the car. I don't know how no. good it is on this track. Yeah, and no. whatnot. Quali though was was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what caused this, but. A huge mix-up in teammates again. This happens once in a while, right, where teammates are really spread apart. Like Hamilton and George were pacing so different in quality. 
Um, Science and Leclerc. Science and Leclerc. Yeah, Science didn't make it out of Q1. The Alphataris, too, were pretty and far apart. And then Leclerc gets P2. That's crazy. Um, Perez and, and Max were way off. I mean, that's not. That's that's yes. the least shocking. Of <laughs> yeah. But it was really it was really spread out. Like, mm-hmm. All the teammates were spread out. And uh, that Leclerc, I got to say, he went away for a minute, and we were kind of verbal about that. Signs had a little rise there, yep. I don't know, two-thirds yep. of the way through the season. Yeah. And then they started to think maybe Leclerc had just been so destroyed uh, mentally and emotionally that we were like, they killed him. Mm-hmm. But w- I think what he did in quali was really something. Like, at least if you believe Science is still a good driver, which he is, they yep. did not have the car for it. Nope. And even his second to last lap before he did that lap he was like in ninth like he just didn't have the car it seemed on that day and yet he got there it it was so improbable i did not think he was yeah and it's i guess his fifth race in a row starting on the front row Uh uh-huh but he doesn't finish always that well i mean he got p2 this week but it's just he's got that one lap speed pull it out of the bag somehow do something magical, which is so fun to watch in quality. It is. And then it, it, it does allow me to believe that in a world where Ferrari is competitive with Red Bull, we have hopefully an exciting future ahead in Formula yeah. One. Yeah, we have the drivers to do it. We just need we need the cars. Yeah, because it was starting to look like, I don't know, even if everyone's car, I don't know. Yeah. You just look at this gap between Perez and, and, and Max, and you wonder, is anyone going to be competitive? Yeah, if anyone else is in that second Red Bull, are they still going to be you know, 30 seconds back. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I think if Leclerc has the car, he seems to be the guy. Yeah. I think if we just get, like, two cars that regularly are qualifying above Max next year, at least, like, even if Max is winning some races because he's so aggressive, like, at least maybe we might get some damage on Max or a little bit of something, the odd race, but it's hard to imagine unless, like, what we were talking about, if, like, somehow... One season, Red Bull goes in the wrong direction, kind of like how McLaren did at the beginning of the season or uh, Austin Martin did at the end of the season. That is what we need to happen next year. Well, we were, yeah, Matt and I were theorizing that if it is true that AlphaTauri is getting the RB19, sounds like they're getting that car. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's conceivable that Red Bull's new car won't be better than the night. I don't know. It, it, I well, mean, we, that would be a fascinating turn of events. And we've seen it this year, teams putting on upgrades and then taking them off. So they could have all these, you know, a brand new car with all these upgrades that go to testing and it's just not better. Right. And then yeah. we have now four drivers in that same, some version of that same car. Yeah. Which, yes. And all the other teams are making their upgrades. I don't know. It could be. Well, minimally the 19 so sorted. Like they know how to set it up at every track. It has such an advantage of what they already know about it. Yep. There's no really unknown variables, mm-hmm. whereas the new car is going to take a long time. to. So I don't know. It could be really fun to watch. Yeah. What happens with AlphaTauri, whatever. Is it permanent now? Is it Hugo Boss or no? No. Oh, so Paul. they're actually, it's part of Pulp, but I'll bring it up now, is okay. the rumors and they're fairly confirmed. People are saying that it's going to be now called Racing Bulls. Um, but they're, it, it's not going to be just Racing Bulls. It could be Hugo Boss Racing Bulls or something Racing Bulls. McDonald's Racing McDonald's Bulls. McDonald's Racing Bulls. But yeah. Racing Bulls will be in the title because right now it's just been Alphatari. There hasn't been anything Red Bull in the title yes. other than the logo on the car until this most recent livery. Yeah. But also, we were just talking racing about, like... Racing bulls. Racing bulls. I don't love it. I know why you're upset by it, I think. It's almost oxymoronic. Like, you could do charging bulls. 
you could. They're not do, fast. They're they don't race. They don't they're not race fast. I mean, they're faster okay. than us, but maybe they're I mean, we've got. Uh, they have the zebra now. Yeah, which is cool. Zebras are faster than bulls. I maybe. I think Dude, they are. Have you ever seen a race? I think they are. <laughs> you guys haven't seen a bullfight, have you? I have. Yeah, oh, me too. Where did you see one? Cancun. Oh, oh the Cancun no. bullfights. That sounds like quite the. Tell me. God, I must have been thirteen. Uh, did your mom take you? Yeah. God yeah. bless her. She she had a boy on her own. She's trying everything Let's go she to can. A bullfighting match. Oh my lord. I don't know that she she might have known what it was. <laughs> She grew up in San Diego going down into Mexico. So maybe she had been one. I don't know. We go. I certainly didn't know. I thought it was a, you know, theater. They just yeah. run around and do whatever. And <laughs> the first thing, they got these big old horses padding, blindfolded, running around with dudes with giant spears. Yes, just yes. stabbing this bull. Yes. And it just gets worse from there. Oh, it does. And then they got the guys with the, the giant fish hooks that are then now going into this hole. And it's, oh. It was insane. Yes, I was under the false narrative that a matador stepped in the ring with a bull and mano y mano, they went at it. Yep. I also I don't know that I knew that the bull died. I didn't know that that... And I... And maybe I, I did, but yeah, I thought it was just this one guy yes. and this bull. Maybe they died. I don't know, but it was just this this match. Yeah, I, I think they don't die in most places. But where we happen, I went with my ex-girlfriend Carrie when I was 19 and she was 18. And we were on a URL pass and we were in Barcelona. You know, it was one of these things like in the farmer's tour guide. Like, check this out. It's, you know, historical. And yep. we went. And again, yeah, same thing. A, I didn't know they, they killed him. B, I had no clue that the team of horses, like, get it to almost dead before the matadors come in. But I will say despite this one bull having been stabbed many times, it, it it broadsided one of these, I think it's a Percheron horse. It's like a Clydesdale, but all one color. It's like a 2,200-pound horse. Got it in the, in the stomach. Mind you, it's wearing armor. And just lifted the whole thing up with the rider and then went and pushed it above the railing of the, the ring. And I was like, oh, my God. God, are those things strong? Like with its neck muscle, it could pick up 2,200 yeah. pounds with yeah. a dude on and top. Yeah, carry it. It was yeah. wild. But, yes, they kill it, and you're like, ooh, that was kind of rough. I was also rough. in Cancun, so probably not the tip-top uh, <laughs> bullfighters. <laughs> but, the, you know, they've got this, they're trying to get through the shoulder blades and stab it in the heart maybe or something from mm. the back. I don't know how they are victorious. But the good ones, that's how you just, they do it in like one go. They do they it get clean. It. They yeah, do it clean. That's the goal. Guy never did it. Oh, so, you know, you got 50 goes at it. Oh. And God. finally the bull's lying there, and they some other guy comes out with a little dagger and gets the spinal cord. Oh. And I was like, huh, this is a, <laughs> quite an experience. And you've never been the same since. <laughs> well, so I don't know what it was like in Cancun, but in Barcelona. So you witnessed that whole thing, and it is as barbaric as it gets. It's insane. And it's and it's, it's, it's brutal, and, and I'm thinking of, like, Hemingway wrote a whole book about this. But... It ends, and they bring in a team of horses to drag the bull away. And you're like, wow, that was gruesome. I don't know if I'd ever go to this again. New round two. And then they just do that ten times. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so yeah, we, gruesome. We called it after one. We, we, we... <laughs> well, Carrie and I had spent our six bucks, and we were on a budget, yeah. so we had to get yeah. two hours out of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know. I could not believe it. Oh. I don't think my mom could either. We, we went to a nude beach afterwards, and that delivered. Well, yeah. actually, it was just the beach. Yeah. It wasn't a nude yeah. beach. 
But there were boobs everywhere, and it was thrilling. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Barely cleansed the palate of the <laughs> bullfighting experience. Anyways, racing bulls doesn't make a ton of sense. It's like ballet bulls. Yeah, I've never known them to be <laughs> racers or ballerinas for that matter. So one last thing on practice. Oh, we have yeah, uh, Max overtaking down the tunnel. Oh, oh yeah. All Thank those times. For, yes. And he felt a little manic to me in practices. Like he wasn't doing that well, had all these issues with the car. Yeah. And he was just on edge and he was ripping down that tunnel, making pa- I mean, there <laughs> didn't look to be more enough room. No. One of them in particular, he, well, he bailed out of one of the passes mm-hmm. right before he went in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you're on to something, though. I bet he was still, like, pissed someone had sat in the car and drove it. Yeah. yeah. I would not underestimate how He just seems not settled. He was just, nothing was working at the moment, and he was going to take matters into his own hands. He did yeah. it so much that, am I right, he caused a rule change? They yeah, the they changed the rule. They can't pass in the uh, foot lane anymore. Uh, he abused it. They assumed the one lane and the tunnel was going to deter people from making no, passes. No. And when it didn't, they're like, all right, we got to guess write it down. Yeah. I'm caught in between. Of course, Max shouldn't be doing that. And I also don't think you should be able to park in the tunnel. Don't fucking get in the entry lane. Stay in your pit. Why do you got to park? The fact that that rule change just happened now, it seems like the FIA is so behind the rules. They're like, Oh, like, ha- have people not passed in the pit lane before? And that's an issue. Like, that seems like a rule that has always should have been. Well, and I'm curious, was it even a rule or was it that he had passed people in a couple races ago and they didn't say anything and then it became a de facto, now that's allowed, and then they had to say something? I don't yeah. know the order of events. I think he's been doing it, mostly him, all season. <laughs> um, it's just... <laughs> But it's usually open. There's no tunnel. There's no wall. You know, it's kind of like right. they're they're going slow by design to create a little space, and he just goes around them. And it hasn't been that big. This one was insane. This is the <laughs> second rule of this nature he's forced because he remember he also would pass people on red flag safety car. Mm-hmm. He, remember he'd get up next to the yep person he was behind. He was and doing to intimidate them a little bit. Twenty twenty one. Yep. Until the point where they had to enact a new rule to deal with that. Yep. Yeah, yep. he would just sit right next to you the whole... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Adrian Newey just, like, figuring out, like, hacks and the rule changes, and he's like, you can do this. They haven't said anything. You know what? There's nothing that says specifically you can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> he's just the Adrian Newey of racing. Oh, he's great. Oh, and did you catch on, on qualifying when Corner uh, came on and said he won 500 pounds or whatever yeah. from Helmet Marco? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and then Max said... Hel- helmet lost a, f- a bet. What world are we living in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I was like, Helmet's that good at betting? Yeah. This is yet another thing we didn't know. About. I love it. Stay tuned for more F1 with DRS. We also have Carl Sainz crashed in yeah. practice. Oh, he did. Yeah. He oh, pe- right, yes. On the corner three, just spun right out. There was like a bump, so they had to shave that bump down. Oh. I guess that bump's been there before and has been a problem in previous years, and then they just decided to grind it down this it year. It was my favorite kind of crash where you're watch. there's a shot of another car coming through the turn, and then you just see Carlos enter backwards. Yeah. Mm. He's completely going backwards with all this smoke, but yeah. he's flying, flying relative to yeah. the car that's making the turn. Yeah, he just looked like he entered in reverse. Yep. Floored. Poor guy. 
Yep. So the race was um, in many ways boring, but in many ways because of the constructors' points battle, it kind of mm -hmm. really amped yeah. it up, especially at they the end. They tried to at the end, but I tell you, being exhausted watching at 8 p.m., it was a hard one. I was like, oh, just give me something. Come yeah. on, we got to. Yeah, yeah. I did something I've not done ever before, which is I got on my phone a bit during the Yeah, I, I missed that. You were like, things. okay, yeah. what happened? <laughs> yeah, a couple times I had to say to Matt what I missed because – I don't know. There was like 20 laps in the middle. 58 laps. Uh, right oh, when, yeah. um, who came in? Was it Ricardo came in? Yeah. Like he has 50 laps left on hards. And we'll talk about that pit too. He had a, he had a visor film stuck in the Brake air. duck. This is another one of these like arrow things where they make so much of a big deal. But he, so you can race without a front wing. Yes, yes, but yes. But this yes. tiny disposable film yeah. is going to cause, basically ruin your race. The whole front wheel will catch on fire as the brakes it's, overheat. It's crazy. It is. The things that screw up these cars and the things that don't, there's no, like, rhyme or reason. Yeah. You're absolutely Cause that, right. Because Lewis had that. Lewis had the broken wing the whole race. Yeah, fine. It didn't matter at all. Those wings don't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, if any, like, that's the only one I feel confident in saying, because that's the one we see get broken all the time, and then someone's faster. And they're faster. Yeah, th that doesn't do anything. No. But that, and there, how many, there's 20 drivers going through, what, 10? I don't even, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've, I have them for my off-road helmet, and even in an off-road race, I probably pulled it four times. Like, okay. I don't know how, I don't know if it's getting, especially like Max, this shouldn't be getting dirty. So maybe there's 50 out there. So the odds that Danny catches one. Uh, yes. But also, if that ruins, that ruined his race. Yeah, yeah. Or it could, you yes. know, if he was competing, that's an extra pit stop. Well, and as we saw, Alpha was within striking distance of passing. Yeah. What, what he was, he Williams? Was, he was .644 away from, um, no, uh, from Stroll. He almost, he almost got past Stroll. And got At into the, the very points. end, yeah. But you know, c conceivably, could have been up even higher, yeah. Uh, without that, and it, they really needed it because mm -hmm. when Yuki was running in fifth or sixth, they were saying, "Yep, they, they were going to win over yep. Williams." Yep. I think for a race like this too, what was frustrating and maybe why it got kind of boring because there was like two, almost everyone had two pit stops except for Yuki, mm -hmm. so it got confusing. You didn't know what places someone should be in or could be in the other thing which i don't feel like i've seen a bunch in races is they were pitting and putting on another set of hards so even folks that had already pitted and it was getting late in the race mm -hmm. but they had not yet switched to another compound so they had science in particular science. but that was happening a bunch where many people on their first pit stop did two sets of hards yep so that was confusing i did think this would be an incredible drive to survive episode for next season. Like when we can mm -hmm. just see the battles. Yes. Because they were sprinkling, they were trying to make it, at least the yeah. announcers I listened to were trying to make it interesting, like telling us why this certain battle mattered on track and what it did for the constructors. But I was thinking this will be a good episode. We can get rid of all the other crap and just focus on the, you know, two or three battles that matter. Yeah. Um, the two that were most interesting to me were the Ferrari Mercedes one was incredible because insane. it was flipping it the, whole the whole race. Yeah, it probably almost. flipped like yeah. seven or eight times on the Chiron that they put up. And it yeah. was always like a point or two points or three. Yeah. It was so close. And the other one was the, the, the driver's standings. This whole zone between Sainz and Alonso. Uh, you have Sainz, Norris, Leclerc, and Alonso all with between 200 and 206 points by the end. So the battle for fourth was so alive. It's crazy Alonso and Leclerc ended up tying. 
uh-huh. this season. Yeah. That got really fascinating. That That's the only part of the race that got really, really juicy was like the last 10 minutes tracking uh, Perez and his penalty, Leclerc and George. Yeah, so Perez got a penalty, a five-second penalty, as he's moving up the field. Yes. And basically we had Leclerc and Russell, and as long as Russell was one spot behind Leclerc, he was good. Yeah. For constructors. But Perez was moving quick, so he passed George, but had a five-second penalty, so George just had to stay within five seconds. Yeah. And then Leclerc knew all of this. Uh, yes. And put it all together. How and did, Does anyone know? Like, it can't be from them looking at the the televisions as they drive by, or is the team giving them information? I think they did say at one point that Perez had a penalty. I think they radioed to Leclerc. Right. He was definitely spearheading the entire strategy. Oh, yeah. they were when not, he came on to say, hey, maybe I should drop back and let him buy, they were like, oh, yeah, okay, if you think that's a good idea. So he was going to give Sergio a slipstream and DRS and let him buy. I got then, confused when he let him buy, to be honest. That uh -huh. was the only, I like got his plan. I thought he was going to drop back, give him DRS and make him faster, span out the thing. But then when he let him pass, I got, I forgot about the penalty for half a second. I'm like, well, no, now if you're in third, your yeah. points go down. That can't help you. But yeah, he was so on it. But he had to let him by. And then the plan was for Charles to slow down George behind him so that he got out of that five second. Yes, but he Sergio. had to do it but perfectly. perfectly. Yeah. Because if George passed him, then it's over. And if they both fell out of five seconds, it's over. Yeah. So it was, that was really cool. It was dynamic. And I was doing so much math, which I love doing at yep. the end. Cause you had 1.3 seconds and you had 2.6 and then you're just constantly, is that five? Is that up to five? And George was very close. Like I think it was 4.6. Yeah. Like at least 4.2, I think. Yeah. Well, here's why I would think they don't have a lot of information from their team. Our favorite radio communication of the race was Russell saying, how is Lewis getting on? The engineer. Yeah, he's doing a good job at the moment. He is in a fight of his own. What the fuck does that mean? How are we doing in the championship? Are we good? All we can do is the best race that we can do. We're fine at the moment. I mean, they're totally withholding information. Yeah. So when I, I, I hear that on the telecast, I think, well, how the fuck does Charles know all this stuff? It's like when you drive past the pits. Each team has a sign that they're kind of holding out that tells you. So he's how, how far behind. either he's probably seeing that or else like, you know, when you go to every race, there are those like long pillars that have like the lap times down it. So he's it's probably on a long straight and he's probably has the time to look up. It's just very impressive because we're watching the telecast and we're getting all of the information yeah. and I'm not coming up with the plan. No, no, <laughs> no. Or my uh, active or even the announcers. The it's the three of them coming up with this plan and like. 20 minutes that's true building Mar martin it. brundle's not saying no, that this it's like all happen. of them are piecing together oh yeah what if he does this this, this? and then meanwhile charles in there racing in second and letting someone buy at full speed but trying to maintain that coming up with the it's whole thing it's insane yeah. george this weekend just bugged the shit out of me i know there's this weird chasm between who he is on the radio and in interviews mm -hmm. and then who i hear he is from all the drivers like, he's super sweet, good-time Charlie, normal guy. Everyone likes him. Yet on the radio, he is rough. That, it started there. Yeah. And I was like, you've got one podium to this 
up to this point? Like, just, just how about you just race? Do your thing. Yeah. What, what are you, are you sandbagging it because you think you got in the bag or what? Like, right. what, just, just go. Yeah. And then after the race, he just took all credit for, like, getting them the constructors. Like, I'm he so felt very glad. comfortable yeah. with that role. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he did it. He he got, and it's like, dude, you you got, this is your second podium. He also thanked Sainz in that, but he, Sainz wasn't doing that. I'm sorry, um, Leclerc. Leclerc, because he, he, he said, th- thank you for, um, for, keeping, for it like, keeping it, like, not sportsmanship, sportsmanship. or something. And yeah. it's kind of like, mm. That wasn't it's, happening. Mercedes would have done the same thing. Yeah. They always say 10 million. I want to know if it's 10 million every yeah, wrong. You, yeah. I'm curious about it. Or is too. it like first you get 50 million, second you get like 35? Yeah. Uh, is it 15 million? Is it 10 or is it still? I have a feeling it's got to be more at the top. Like hmm. maybe those bottom tier teams, it's 10 million more every time you go. But at the t- you can't be a 10 million gap from first to second or from yeah, second to that, third. I agree. It's, it feels like it should be any other betting pool yeah. where. The first three are taking the lion's share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that made it pretty interesting at the end. Yeah. And I will say we're going to do a whole season recap coming yeah. up. Yep. And we can get into the season at large. But the only thing I was excited to see is Charles, again, riding hard on Max at the beginning. That looked promising. Mm. Uh, if, man, if they can get there, if Ferrari can get the car right. I don't know if it was just me, but I felt like he didn't completely send it charles like he he kind of tested the water he knew long term yeah he probably was going to get passed but he felt a little timid to me like kind of like let's protect what we've got but the first attack was unexpected in my opinion yeah like max yeah. got by him quite easily he was into turn one you know it was like maybe the sixth turn all of a sudden charles is diving yeah and i was like oh we haven't really seen that mm-hmm. but yes he did say in his post-race interview yeah. that he reminded himself he was fighting mercedes yeah, yeah. Max. yeah. and he knew it was just he was going to pass him <clears throat> a lap or two later so there's no point of fighting that yeah, but I just, it's just very nice. It's it's like he's the only one. Well, no, Lewis certainly thinks he can beat him, but he's one of the few people that it seems he believes he can beat Max. It's very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was the race. Yeah. Last race of the year, Abu Dhabi. So sad. I had an idea, too, I want to do maybe for an episode. because we're going to do a few more before we shut it down for the year. So many of these countries they race in, I'm, I know nothing about mm-hmm. and I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh UAE and, and Abu Dhabi being one of them. I yep. know so little oh, about yeah. all that. That's but that where, track that's my was favorite. awesome, too. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Got, like, in the whole all marina the yachts part. in the marina. Yes. I, like, I always forget that those, those... There's roller coasters everywhere somehow. <laughs> like, I saw <laughs> all sorts of roller coasters. The big Ferrari. Do you see the people walking on the roof? Oh, were they? That big red yeah. roof. Yeah, it's like a toy. It kind of, like, comes in in the middle. At one point, they showed it, and there were people in harnesses, like some sort of tour or something, but they were, like, kind of walking. Oh, on the big trampoline. Is that big blue? Is that a hotel? Hotel. In the middle. Yeah, that they go under. Yeah, but it looks very small. We we were theorizing it has to be taken up entirely with the teams. I think it's just the celebrities that are there that they're bringing out. The only thing that worries me about, this is now the case with three of the Middle East tracks, where when they showed the super wide shot, the track doesn't appear to be anywhere near the town like this had the marina which was super cool i think there were it looked like there were a few hotels behind but not a ton but it looked like they were like i, I don't know they 20 were mirages, miles away or mirages yeah. in the desert there's no tra- yeah. there's no traffic there's not a lot of traffic in middle east well, in, all like, the videos i watched the from there the dudes are changing tires and uh jeeps 
uh, on two wheels as they drive down the highway. Oh, yeah. And yeah. guys are drifting at 120 yeah. down the road. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Especially if you're an Emirati, you can literally do whatever you want. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. You, you, you Is that what you're called if you live there? Emirati. You're an Emirati. Not if you live there. You're a, a local. If you're an Emirati, your bloodline comes from there, is, is I think how I understand it. And you're paid. You don't have to work. You are paid just to be an Emirati. And you are the only people that can stay there. There's no other possible way to get citizenship. Even through marriage, there's like weird little, it's very complicated. I this is one of the things questions. we need to figure yes, out. Is exactly. Can you but also, there? what a sexy name, an Emirati. Yeah. yeah. It, like that's it. dueling with Monegasque for yeah. the most elegant, elevated. Yeah, I like Definitely it. sounds fancy. All right, hit us with some pulp. Okay, man. we got an interesting thing. So Mick Schumacher has joined Alpine um, in the World Endurance Championship. He's going to be driving for them next year. What does that mean? He's That's driving like in the World Endurance Championship for, for oh, LP. Oh, okay. Yeah, we also have a thing which I don't know, understand this, but I've seen a lot of posts that CBS has now greenlit a work-based comedy with Gunther Steiner's Haas team. So I don't know if they're getting a character to play Gunther Steiner or he's going to be in it. It's very confusing. It would have to be reality, no? I would think so, but yeah. it's... I, I guess uh, I don't really uh, understand what it is, but it's comedy based. Should which I start makes sense. working on my accent? I my think so. Accent? Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adrian Newey is building a new car for public purchase mm-hmm. $6.2 million Red Bull non street legal hypercar. Oh my lord. He's also been building a submarine. He started building a submarine years ago for um, who's the guy who owned Red Bull outright? Like I passed away. Oh, Dietrich. Dietrich. He was building a submarine for uh, to go around his island or something, and he passed away, and he's still finishing the construction on the submarine. I'm sure there's a drug kingpin that would love to get their hands on that to move some product. Fernando Alonso won Public Figure of the Year on TikTok. Oh my so goodness. TikTok gives away awards, and which is kind of just pretty cool that he's his age and was kind of out of it, and now he's like on the newest social media app, winning Public Figure of the yeah. Year. It's pretty incredible. What yeah, does we, that come with? Is there a prize money? I don't think to, so. Probably just gain some followers, okay. which maybe will equate to prize money. Yeah. Uh, the, we saw the wedding chapel in Vegas. Uh, Jacques Villeneuve got married there last yeah. weekend. What? Yeah. So he was really? seen with his wife. He, I think they have a new baby and is now his wife, which is pretty awesome, I guess, as an F1 driver to be married. Jacques? Jacques's got to be probably in and around middle of us, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not young, not old. Okay. So he's a young man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we talked about, well, Max He probably is, goes second last in the turkey, silent turkey. Oh, for Secret sure. turkey. Second last, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Max, we, we talked about it yesterday. He is the only driver to complete a perfect season and completed every single lap of the season. Yeah, let's take a second on yeah. that. That, to me, was a hell of a stat yeah. to hear. The one of that all got 20 me, drivers, he's the only one who's done it? Yeah, that's a good one. The other thing for me was he got 575 out of a possible 620 points, which when I saw those numbers, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's insane. There were a lot out there, and he more or less got all of them. Yeah. I don't know. Something about the points for me really... I know. It's mildly misleading. At one time, you look at the difference between his points and Perez's, and he is 2x the amount of points, which I have to imagine has got to be a record between teammates. I don't know. It's got to be more now, you think, even after the last couple of weeks. But it is misleading because second, you get a lot of points. Yep. So, yeah, in that way. Yeah, when I saw the total possible, I was like, oh, my God, this is 
virtually all of them. Yeah, and he yeah. did it again yesterday with the fastest lap mm-hmm. there at the end. Yep, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, so I got an interesting little thing that I wanted to show because I think some people have asked this question: Is isn't the halo, the little center column, distracting? Mm. So I know they talked about it, I think in practice one, and I saw this really cool example on TikTok. So if you put your hand in the middle of your face like this. Close one eye and look past your hand and now open up both your eyes. Your hand kind of becomes invisible and you can kind of see through it. It doesn't become this stagnant thing. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. yeah it's kind of working. I saw because if you're playing a video game and you choose to have in the car, that doesn't work because it's a screen. It's not a real fixture with like 3D, 2D. So well, there's no actual depth exactly. to it. So you so, can't, uh, yeah, yeah, focus your eyes beyond it. I can just see people driving in their car right now trying to figure this out. People would know it from turning left or right. Yeah. And you catch the A pillar, but you're looking beyond it. You're not, you don't see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's as if you're looking beyond. We have the second Japanese driver to ever lead a race, which is Yuki Sonoda, which for a long time, he led... Yeah, he had uh, six, seven he, laps. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, from 18 to 20. He had an awesome weekend. Yeah, he, he did. did. He was on fire. On fire. And I think he kind of, who knows, but I think he kind of got fucked on strategy, but who knows? But nonetheless, I, he did, he was crushing. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed that we left that out of the race recap just now when we were talking, because that was the most thrilling thing is to yeah. see Yuki up there leading the race. The whole time, and it yeah. wasn't a fluke. Like, I kept thinking, oh, what happened that, he, he's up in the top, you know, like something yeah. happened. He hadn't pit yet, but he was always up there. Yeah. He just, and he qualified incredibly. Yeah, he did. He was on it. I mean, he just loves that track or the car. I, it's, I, it's so hard to know what the fucking truth is in this sport. Yeah. yeah well, where, where, where was Daniel? I don't understand. Where, where was Daniel? Well, and they all love the tracks when they're doing well. Yeah. It's their yeah. favorite track. That's true. It was interesting when they put like the driver's championship and the order of it. Uh-huh. Um, Liam Lawson finished above Logan Sargent. He did. Yeah. Which is pretty wild also because Williams finished above AlphaTauri in the Constructors' Championship. So it's not like he can say, well, I'm in a worse car. Yeah. You're technically in a better car. Yeah. And, but he... If anyone deserves their salary, it's Albon. I mean, he single-handedly hoisted Williams above. Yeah. Yeah. And we have James Vowles actually said, people were asking him, so, is Logan have a seat now? And he said... We love Logan. He's always going to be part of the uh, Williams Academy, and we cannot yet confirm oh. if Logan is with us. So, which has changed in the last couple of weeks, right? Because wasn't yeah, they he were always saying, like, yeah, you know, he's doing what we need him to do, and we've got a seat for him. Maybe they were just smart in having observed what it had done to Ricardo to mid-season. Say he's not yeah. coming back next year, but he's going to race these seven more races. Like maybe they're just smart enough to go, like, let's just make him comfortable and not self-conscious so and even sergio though it wasn't from the team but just once those rumors started coming out yeah he really spiraled yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't i mean i i don't think i could handle that at all well and also if you're gonna ride it out through the end of the year anyway yeah why yeah why tell him yeah have fun this year but you're out next year i read know? one inane comment at like 10 a.m and 4 p.m i'm still still in my head it's just one comment on Instagram. Yeah. I can't even imagine it's like, tuning into the telecast. And it's all about how I'm underperforming and the whole season. Yeah, maybe it's oh over my God. for me. Um, We got Norris throwing shade at Checo. He was oh. asked about the incident and he said, I was expecting it to be honest. He crashes into a lot of people. 
<laughs> Pretty amazing. Oh, wow. Lando's really good at throwing the barbs. Oh, big time. Yeah, he's kind of the clapback master of F1 because mm-hmm. he gave Lewis a lot of heat this year. He's Yeah, it he, doesn't hit the same when you haven't won yet, you know? I, yeah. Everyone thought that the Lewis-Max battle was the greatest and most heated. I certainly thought that. And Lando and Max are friends on paper, but I have to say if any two yep. people have like what could be the most combustible rivalry ever, I feel like it'd be those two. It's coming. I think it's coming. They have yeah. an equal level of justified entitlement that they should be where they're at. I yeah. just think it could really be explosive. And I feel Norris kind of knows he's better looking than Max and kind of like, sure. you can tell he feels that. Well, he feels better looking he, than everyone. Yes, yeah. he does. And he is gorgeous. Very beautiful. Uh, it'd be easy for him to make that assumption, but. I don't know if he's a top three though out of 20. You know, it's hard. You just got to imagine looking at a lineup and not knowing anything. What do we okay. think? I think top three are Charles, Lewis, and Lando probably. Yeah. Just straight up looks. You don't know one thing about him. Not Carlos. Like we know Carlos has rhythm and swagger and sexual prowess. That, just that but just the hair. photo yeah. of him. You might be right. I don't know. He's in like you put all four of them in some Gucci campaign. You're I think the You're selling first... out of Gucci. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't make <laughs> Gucci fast enough, I guess. <laughs> but then also Checo got in trouble for his radio comments because after the he got the penalty, I heard he, he was got on in the trouble, radio. But what did he say? Do you know? I most I of the post- interviews that I saw was all in a Spanish interview because I couldn't and there was no translation. Um, but he just said, This is a stupid penalty something on those lines, and was really complaining and complaining about the FIA in particular, which I don't think you're allowed to do. So he was in trouble, and they gave him warnings of a further penalty. So in post-race interviews, he apologized, but then still was, I think, called in to have a chat. Oh, boy. But apparently it's all relatively smoothed over, but he was very angry. I do think that move was questionable. But I definitely think if it was another driver, he might have gotten away with it. I think that is his pattern. Like he was out of control going for it. It wasn't it didn't really affect anyone ultimately. You know? Well, he, yes, it could have certainly, but he they kind of It's both, shocking it didn't. They it's shocking it. Fully didn't. came together in the middle of that turn. It was 100% Checo's fault. He did not have he was not ahead of him or even alongside of him at that moment he dove in. That's the thing. Which and, he claimed. And yeah, you could be ahead of anyone. If that's the rule, just you don't break. You just fly yeah, right exactly. in. Just T-bone so, him. Yeah, you know. And you're right. It's his pattern. It's like he's on tilt. He's qualifies at 10th every time. And he's got to make his way up. Like you, if there's one driver you can count on making their way up through the pack, it's him followed maybe mm-hmm. by signs. I don't I know. Yeah. yeah. But Lando's I mean, that's not even a dig, really. It's like, yeah, you expect that. Like, yeah, he's yeah. coming and he's not going to stop. He's not going to concede anything. Yeah, he's having a mental collapse. And, and uh, yeah, so and you got to watch your ass. But I do think I don't know if other drivers are getting that penalty. No, if Lewis does that same thing, there's no penalty. Yeah. No. No. Max too. I don't think there'd be a penalty for Max. He's Max is starting to get away with yeah. murder. He, yeah. he, but that's new. I think yeah. in 21, he got yeah. he got all the penalties yeah, he could get. Yeah, for sure. Anytime there was anything questionable, it was him. The last thing I have is, that I don't know if it was this race or another race, but it just came up. There was, um, Toto was beside Fred Vasseur getting interviewed at kind of a post-something press conference. That's the Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. And Toto looks over and grabs his microphone and pushes it down. And he's like, no, 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 it's too tall. He's too small. Oh, (laughs) but like Fred loved it. Like you can tell they're good friends, but I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) That's a joke you can't make when you're six. No. Yeah. 
but he is 6'3", and Fred is probably 5'9". On that topic, Susie just posted a round of pictures I saw this morning. We got another photo of um, of Toto on the beach hoisting his child up. Oh. His deltoid looks incredible. He's thin. Yeah. It's almost enough to make me stop working out and just start jogging. I mean, he's almost that cool where I'm like, well, fuck, maybe that's the body type I want. Just kind of thin. I'm getting down there. I wonder how much he weighs. You are in route. I wonder what he weighs. I bet he's 180. You think that's too light? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like when I was Maybe 180. Maybe upper 180s. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You might find yourself in the ring against him at 189. <laughs> 187, maybe? I guess. The internet says 187. 187? Oh, it does. But no. it's also... No, the internet's right. Trendcelebs.com. That's right. Also, 187 is code for... A murder. That's but right. But 6'2". Because he's killing him. Before we go on, I forgot that we have some sprint race potential changes for next year that the FIA has just came out with. We can't wait to hear. It's um, my favorite part of the whole calendar. Yeah, so six sprint races in 2024. We have Spielberg, Austin, Interlagos, Qatar, Shanghai, and Miami. They're scheduled for sprint race weekend is in the discussion to ensure teams being able to work under Park for May. So what would happen now is on the Friday, there would be FP1 and then the sprint shootout right after. So on the Saturday... Sprint quality. Sprint quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Then on Saturday, we have the sprint race, uh-huh. then qualifying for the main race. So that allows people to change their car after the sprint race for qualifying, which I think is very smart. Again, great. Or just make fucking the sprint be the starting order. It worked so That good. was so cool. It was yeah. so much better. And then you were rewarded for having good race pace. The other 16 races of the year... If you're a good qualifier, you're rewarded. But, mm-hmm. there, you know, this is this one opportunity for the hard racers, which ultimately is what we like the most. I don't, I don't, I definitely would prefer a driver be great at racing and, and qual- than yeah. qualifying. Mm-hmm. This kind of rewarded that. Yeah. Yeah, and you get those, like, Lewis did it one year, like, started in the back and was able to climb up. That's why Dan- Danny won Imola. Yeah, and it's just, like, fun. You get to see movements along... It's like almost like having a halftime in the race. Like you get yeah. the little racing action, and you it, pause, and it sets the stage for the mm-hmm. big. And it's important because yeah. it affects the main yeah. race. And now it's just they're one-offs. I don't. I, I don't know why they got to. They're going to try to recalibrate when they had something that works. Yeah. Well, they'll recalibrate for probably two more years, and then we'll go back. To yes. Yeah, we'll what worked. And that that's someone was saying that they were like, "Why don't you send a vote out to all the F one fans?" To try to figure out what the fans want, because you seem to change this format every single year. So let's just find out what people want, then work with what the drivers want, and find the middle ground, and we just move forward with this. I would say if you're listening to this, and you have the good counter-argument to it, I'd like genuinely like to hear it. I want to know why people prefer this. So if you're someone that likes this, I would love to hear in the comments what the... I can't remember, did they... Get points in the old format. Mm-hmm. They yeah. still did. Yeah. yeah. In position. Yeah. Yeah. And they could still give out the fucking million dollars to the winner of the thing. I don't care. That's yeah. cool too. But it should have some impact on the overall weekend. Yeah. The last thing here they say is reverse grid is also open for discussion to make the sprint more entertaining, but it would only work if points are rewarded in shootout to avoid drivers driving slow deliberately. Mm-hmm. So they're figuring that out. Again. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like. It's like creating radar, then radar detectors, then radar detector detectors, then, you know, like this yeah. is a bizarre arms race. Well, that one seems easy to me. You do it and yeah. just driver stand. Like, exactly. where are you at in the season? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. matter. You, can, you can't mm-hmm. sandbag a quality because it doesn't matter yeah. where you are in the season. Also, last race of the year, P10. Oh, oh it almost slipped my mind. 
Oh, I can't believe yeah. uh, I, I forgot. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Lawrence Stroll. God bless Stroll. He's kind of back. Matt and I were like, what's going on with this guy? I thought he wanted to retire. And he had he, a strong finish. It, he the did. Whole last couple races, he's been. To be honest, it's the back. only thing different is he grew a goatee. That yeah, is I saw that, that, that photo of them all eating the dinner. Yeah. I want to know. We didn't hear what the Not bell was. all of them. There was only 12 of them. Oh. So a lot of people are wondering, like, I think uh, Lando and Oscar weren't there. Max wasn't there. Max was wasn't in the photo. Maybe he oh. was taking it. It was weird because they said. <laughs> taking it. Well, they said Joe Guan Yu took it. let's take a photo. But it was very strange because there were two empty seats. Yeah. There's also a, a face I don't recognize in that photo. I think I recognize them all. Oh, okay. But then there was also things that, like, Botas and Danny were at the end, and people are all excited about that because they're, like, they've been talking about how they like each other more and more because they're probably, like, yeah. in a different mindset together, so they're yeah. probably really hanging out. Making butt calendars. Yeah. Yeah, so Stroll got P10. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it's such... Uh, what I was uh, what I was thinking while I watched it was, I will never vote on the Alpine guys ever again. No. They're too tumultuous to follow there's no way to predict they move they move more on that board than any team does yep they're all over it they'll be in fifth and then they're in 15th and then you don't know what the fuck and they just start switch. losing pace and, and then they, they swap yeah and they places. fight each other yes. they, they undercut each other which is crazy they're so unpredictable stroll i was like my god okay well this all makes sense like i don't think danny can make up four seconds Although it got touchy there it at the get end. get close. Yeah. The good thing about Stroll is he was dropping and then gaining. Like, he wasn't super high and falling, and you had to, like, well, don't fall <laughs> Try too to far. Try to predict. Yeah. How, yeah, exactly. He was, like, getting past. He'd make passes. He'd climb up a few spots, yeah. fall off. But, so he was moving, so it felt good. Albon, and the pits made it really confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the pits. Albon was never even close. He didn't even give you any hope. I had zero hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine, though, if you're Jethro, it's just too stressful betting on the, uh, the Alpine guys because yeah. you think you have This was my only race I did it, and I, I was so regretting it. Yeah. I was I was qualified P10. I, I was like, this is it. And no, yeah. not at all. I would imagine if either of those drivers qualifies P10, you tear up your ticket right then. Yeah. Because they cannot disaster. stay no whether it's they go up a bunch or they go down a bunch. Um, was that a carryover, Rob? Yeah, it was like 3X. Okay, so what's Three the what's X. the total Owen? Do you have that he yet? Hasn't figured that out. No, I think you're the only one that makes money now because of this. <laughs> wow! Well, well, everyone else isn't was, that the story. Everyone else was even richer. That's right. I think it's only like a hundred bucks though from each of them. Oh wow! Oh, that's incredible. Pretty even. That's pretty. That's the dream because I didn't think we'd ever get anyone to cough up any money. Yeah. But maybe if you guys have to shit out a hundred bucks, you can maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll total that up for the next we'll episode. We'll figure that out. I also want to say that this Saturday will be uh, an interview I did with Oscar Piastri, which was really so adorable. Good. And we'll explain why I bet so much money on him in the Vegas Grand Prix, to which he did not show up. Did not pay me. off. But I still love him. And that'll be coming up this Saturday. So look forward to a bonus episode this Saturday. And until then, we will see y'all next Wednesday. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a few different things before we sign off for the year. Um, we're not sure what those things are gonna be, but we know there'll be a season recap. Um, and we'd like to do uh, some zaddies that we had prepared mm -hmm. and didn't get done. So all that coming next Wednesday. Until then, I encourage everyone to push, 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 push.